Blog Talk Radio. callers on the line already, and I do encourage you tonight, um, because we are going to be doing many sessions with Joy Ray Freeman, who's been on this show before, and I'm just so happy to be bringing her back in again, and for those of you who would like to call in, I recommend getting in the queue. We are going to be here for 90 minutes, though, tonight, which will be a nice time for us to all relax and breathe and enjoy this time together. And the call-in number is 310-807-5104. And I opened up a live chat room, and I see a few of you have gone in there, and I welcome you to go in there. I will occasionally wander over there when I can. And um, just Welcome, everybody. I'm just going to start the show by saying that I just came from watching Arrival, the movie Arrival, which um, it's pretty unusual for me to go to a movie on a weekday, but um, it was a good opportunity. And um, apparently a lot of places, in fact, I know there are a number across the nation in the U.S., um, there's $5 movie day on Tuesday. And so I went to a movie and I went to see Arrival and I do recommend it for you who are listening either now or across time and actually you'll um you'll really appreciate some of the the overall themes um just just universal themes is what i would say so um anyway um i'm integrating a really cool experience at the movies so in just a moment i'm going to bring joy ray freeman on the line, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Joy Ray. Um, Joy Ray is very experienced in multiple modalities and um, just so many different ways that she is bringing spiritual teaching into the world. Um, Joy Ray is a master healer, and she has um, created a type of healing called Reiki Gong, and she also is a spiritual warrior, a writer. She's a radio producer herself. She does regularly run workshops. And those of you who are in Oregon, where this show is based, she's been doing more things here lately, and and, and we're really excited to have her down here more. Um, she used to be in Beverly Hills, where she was a matchmaker. And so 
she can work with you in many different ways um, with, through many aspects of your life. She's very experienced in the business world as well. And um, today we're also going to talk a little bit about empowerment because I know that many of us have been on a journey in the last couple of weeks and really um, just lately there's a lot of um, interesting energy in the world. And we're going to explore what it means to enter the age of empowerment. Um, I have several web websites of Joy Rays up on the web page, and um, I welcome you to like one of them is joy to you dot org. Um, just joy the, the number two the letter u dot org. So I invite you to check those out. And without further delay, I am just so delighted to bring Joy Ray on. Hi, Joy Ray. Hi there. How are you? Well, I am just, like I said, I'm integrating this movie, and, you know, we can tell our shared experience, because what were you doing before the show, Joy Ray? (laughs) (laughs) I went to a movie. We have been uh, synchronized so much recently. I'm just wondering if your mom didn't have twins and didn't let somebody know about it. You, you've got to wonder. I mean, um, we surely have our, our our diverse interests in the spiritual community, um, although sometimes I wonder if what you're doing is predictive of things I might do someday. Who knows? But, mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's funny. Anyway, how... it was a, a great day, and and I, I knew that we were going to be um, on the program together, so that was my mm-hmm. focus for the day, but I had some time, so I did something yeah, kind of unusual. Good. Yeah, and it was unusual for me, too. And actually, I'm really glad that we both kind of took a break because both George, both of us, we we put a lot of focus on our work because it doesn't really feel like work to us. We just so enjoy the various things that we're doing in the world. So I'm glad we both spontaneously, independently decided to take a little break for a movie day. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> so... So, Joy Ray, um, tell us, and I'm sure we have new listeners here tonight who have not listened to your previous show, tell us more about how you came to do what you're doing and how you're going to work with people tonight and what you'd like to share with us in this pivotal time. I mean, there's no doubt we've been on a journey recently and we're still very much feeling it. We've got this super moon that, you know, we just had, and there's just all kinds of energies going on right now. Right. Well, I um, believe that I've had several lives in this one lifetime because there's many (laughs) stages that a person can go through. I grew up in a small mining town uh, in Montana, and you know, I was just kind of a normal kid, although I, I, I remember myself as being somewhat fearless and pretty coquettish and so and those kinds of things. But um, you don't know exactly what's coming along your path sometimes. You, you can set your goals and you can uh, project what you'd like to be. I remember as a, I think I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade, uh, something like that, I decided I wanted to be a fashion designer. And I had a friend who was a neighbor, and and instead of me playing with baby dolls, I played with fashion dolls. These were the earlier versions of Barbie, except that they were in a a really nice costume and they were in a display box. 
But uh, so, you know, that, that kind of a childhood and, and no trauma. I am very blessed. I didn't have abuse of any type. Mm-hmm. Very humble mm-hmm. beginnings, but I like that because I think it helps us appreciate more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- along the way, I realized that, you know, that I kind of always knew I was here to make a difference. And I I knew that I had the communications thing going on. I actually have a grand trine in air in my astrology chart. And so writing and speaking and various types of communications come fairly naturally to me. And I knew that I uh, was a good teacher. And when I was with state government, I ended up doing quite a bit of training and seminars and and creating policies that were uh, the highest principles and working towards something that was um, better. Always that was my that was my goal, my aim. And so I had the human resource background early, and then I got into sales and marketing. And it wasn't until uh, when I was in the Los Angeles area during the late 80s through the early 90s that I had taken a Qigong class. And this is medical Qigong. It's not your typical Mm-hmm. Uh, Chikung that looks a little bit like Tai Chi, where you're just kind of moving gently from side to side and and taking some steps, and and of course the breathing is is very common to all of the healing arts, the breathing uh, for Tai Chi and Chikung. But the class um, was amazing, and my metabolism started changing immediately. I felt uh, warm without a jacket, as an example, or just was more vital. I I just felt Mm -hmm. it immediately. And then it was later when I was back in Montana in Kalispell, I'd gone to an event. It was a weekly event, and this particular speaker was doing what she called an angelic meditation, an angelic connection. And she explained to us that our angels are there for us, but they will not interfere. They need us to ask. And she went through um, a little bit of a guideline for how to ask and and just to allow. And the meditation was a very long one, and so she suggested that we lie on our backs on the carpet instead of trying to sit in chairs and be supported for that length. So we did, and 20 seconds into the meditation, my hands lifted out of the carpet. And they started giving my body a scan. And then uh, about halfway through, each elbow was on the carpet with my palms up, and each hand was holding a huge golden egg. It shined like metal, it radiated light, and it was so magnetic that it almost pulled me out of my chair. Um, it, no, it was filled, filled with electricity. The other magnetic uh, thing happened later. Uh, and so... It, it was just feeling almost like when you put your finger near a light socket. and But it didn't hurt, and it didn't alarm me, and so I just allowed it. So then at the end of the meditation, um, the facilitator brought us back in the room, and I went home just like everyone else. Well, about a year later, I was over in Spokane, Washington, and I had um, taken myself out to dinner, And behind me, there were four people at a table, and one of the women was coughing so bad that it sounded like it it was ripping her chest apart, one of those real deep, tight coughs. She couldn't talk, and she couldn't eat. 
And in order to go to the restroom, she had to get behind me and go over to my left and then over to the corner to the right, which was across the room. And I kept seeing her every time she went. She would go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And one time when she came back, I knew what to do. I didn't hear words, but I put my elbows on the table, put my chin on my hands and closed my eyes, and immediately there were three circles that looked like a snowman. And around the edges of the circles were Fourth of July sparklers. They were just crackling with electricity. And I felt her get calm, and I heard her get quiet. And we combined into that. And that lasted and lasted for quite a while. And then the snowman disappeared, and a great big gold brick, it looked like a bouillon bar, replaced it. And it shined like metal and radiated light. And this is what was so magnetic, it almost pulled me out of my chair. And then it seemed to be growing and and building and getting stronger and higher, like the crescendo of an orchestra. And that lasted and lasted, and then it subsided. I opened my eyes. There was my soup. And this woman was talking and laughing and eating. And that's when I knew that it was more than a cool meditation, uh, mm-hmm. what I experienced when I had the the eggs in my hands a year before then. And from that point on, I would just, uh, whenever someone had a backache or I had uh, an earache at one point, and I just put my left hand over on my ear and called the energy, and the earache went away immediately. And so I just kept continuing to see what it could do. And then I uh, moved over to Seattle, and I was there for 10 years. And I know how the world is somewhat credential-minded, and mm-hmm. and I'd been certified by the highest and I knew it was really, really wonderful, but um, I, I didn't know what else to call it, so I called it Divine Light. I'd had a Reiki session from a woman who uh, did Reiki, and it was very lovely and gentle and subtle, but I knew this wasn't quite like that. And then I took various types of uh, workshops and have been certified in hypnotherapy, NLP, Laser Reiki Master 7, and quantum touch, but at the core of all the work I do, even the counseling type of work, is this this healing energy that comes through every part of me, and it raised my awareness. It strengthened my intuition at the same time that it gave me this this ability to be a strong conduit for delivering healing energy. And the workshops I've created based on my... I guess, a view of of humanity and what things are uh, maybe needing some attention that I would enjoy uh, working on in a very progressive way. I do have to admit to people uh, that I'm an idealist and kind of a utopian thinker. I like to believe that we have so much more capability than what we are using as humans. And so... Um, a friend of mine used the phrase when I was describing to her something recently. She said, you like to aim high so you can at least hit the mark. <laughs> and that's kind of true because that's what happens. If you if you aim straight forward, then that's where you're going to end up. But if you aim higher, then you go beyond that. And so with the workshops, in there are four major ones that I do. Uh, one of them is conscious mating which is really close to my heart. I believe that mm-hmm. our humanity has um, 
a pattern that is degressing in terms of how it works with mate relationships. Now, the history of marriage and romance, um, it's quite you know, different than what we'd like to see happen. And some of that was marriage for uh, convenience or for uh, prosperity. Uh, people matched up from their families were matched up with somebody that they, that they wanted to connect with in, in some way as part of their family legacy. And sometimes the, the romance was not even a factor, uh, but it would possibly grow. But it was mostly for convenience, you know, many, many years. Um, and then the the chemistry and the romance part of it um, have been very high in the in terms of what factors create this relationship when you first start getting acquainted and get connected with someone on an intimate level. And I watched that, and I had watched it when I was um, well in my own life. I even experienced it, and I watched people. And when I was in the elevator, as an example. People would talk about a brother-in-law or a niece or someone who was having this terrible situation with their romance and their relationship. Or if I was in the grocery store in the in the checkout line, that's what I was hearing around me, or in a restaurant. These conversations were everywhere. And uh, I started interviewing people and started writing the book, and it's it's nearly finished. It's it's going to be finished uh, before the middle of this next year. One of the reasons I believe it hasn't been is because it's being added to another dimension as far as what's in it. The the mm-hmm. view and mm-hmm. the and the concepts and principles are including many things that I had not yet discovered or experienced myself in in the earlier years. Uh but the workshops I do and the individual uh, counseling and coaching that I do are very, very um, high ideal, but they're also uh, kind of no BS. <laughs> the, yeah, is, you know, yeah. people people get caught in patterns, and what I noticed is that most people shop uh, spend more time when they're shopping for a pair of shoes, or when they pick, or they when they pick a pair of shoes, than when they uh, select a mate. So it's nearly like a grab bag. But what they do is they do the superficial analysis, or or they just feel the vibe of it, the fun, the personality, the the things that you do have in common, or in some cases something that's different that attracts them. And then the boy-girl chemistry or the girl-girl or the boy-boy, it doesn't matter to me, uh, type of chemistry where there's this physical attraction. Now, once you give into that, uh, then the tail's wagging the dog. And so people don't take the time to step back and say, hmm, maybe we should make some sense of this too and not just let it feel good because I believe it's possible to have something that that feels good and makes sense because it's like a business partnership when you think about it. And to me, this is the reason, one of the reasons that I'm passionate about this topic is that it affects everything. If you're in a a relationship that has turmoil, your children are affected because they can sense it. They either witness some kind of a, a yelling match or they can tell by the demeanor that the parents are upset and not speaking and not caring and loving with each other. Uh, it affects the pets. <laughs> They're very sensitive to. It yeah, affects yeah, uh, everything. The, mm-hmm. the respective families of both partners and work, your career, 
you know, you go to work, you're all upset because something that happened at home or is going on, and you're not even full, fully focused on the tasks in front of you. And so this, this is not just a, um, a fun item for me. It's a very serious item. Then another uh, workshop uh, and retreat that I do is called Give Me Back My Body. And I love this as well because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. The retreats I've given have have literally changed people's lives. I take them through a series of exercises that includes getting rid of residue and baggage from childhood or from siblings, you know, that are adults or from whatever um, is hanging on to them. Uh, and and also introduce them to the ways that biochemistry can work for them instead of deteriorating their health. And I am um, just very, very outspoken about avoiding, you know, the mainstream medical world because it is not doing the good things for people. It's not what is their 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 um, their oath is do no harm. And and I hear nightmare stories all the time about people that have had serious infections because they were in the hospital or where mm-hmm. a sponge was left in or uh, where the doctor came, uh, you know, for the surgery and he didn't allow himself enough rest or he was stressed, <laughs> you know. And so the, the, the retreat is to help them get more... Um, focused on what they can do for their own well-being as well as getting rid of some of the psychological baggage. And then uh, hopefully they they continue on that path. Another one is the woman awakened to your power. And that is, I believe, also very, very seriously important because we are in an age now where the patriarchal society – has had its hold on us for as, as you know as long as it needs to. In fact, it's outlived its usefulness and its welcome, in my opinion. Um, and matriarchal societies are, are very strong, but they're also very conscious. And you don't find a bunch of destruction and war. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the waking up the goddess and and bringing that woman boldly forward to do her part in creating a better mm-hmm. world is um, the focus of that. And, of course, then the Reiki, uh, Reiki Kong that I mentioned. I've had a medical doctor from Canada come and take my, my Reiki Kong class and, and anesthesiologist from University of Washington Medical Center. He explained to me that one of the reasons he wanted to take the class is that he wanted to be fully present because what he's doing is really in a very precarious role the life of the person who's on the table who's going to be having surgery is is basically in his hands, and he wants to make sure that he's fully alert and very, very stable and balanced and that that he's not going to become um, nervous or anything. And uh, so those are the the five major ones. Um, I've added something recently that I'm very excited about. I love working with healers. And I've added an intensive for those who already are doing some kind of healing work, whether it's reflexology or uh, aromatherapy or whatever it may be. 
but I have an intensive I've created so that I spend anywhere from two to four days with that person, not until midnight. Uh, you know, we take a break, and and sometimes it's a retreat setting, and sometimes it's uh, an office where then they go to their own respective housing later. Uh, but it's to help them to get themselves whole, because when you're doing work as a healer, it's important for you to be your very best, and that way your clients are going to get the best from you, but also you're not going to get worn out from it. You're going to have so much of yourself that's in the basket that you're not going to get depleted. And I love doing that as well, um, because when you're working with healers, you can touch others through them. And it's a little bit like um, just unfolding and expanding through other people. The ReikiCon class I did recently in Eugene was a, was just wonderful. But, um, I work a lot with massage people, and they uh-huh. give a lot. And it's, it's actually quite a physical job. And so I like working with uh, nurses and massage people because they are such givers. And very seldom do they take the time to give back to themselves. But um, the uh, the people who attended uh, were full-blown energy healers when they were finished with the workshop, and that, and they just did such a great job. So, so that's um, kind of where my heart is. I have had a radio program. I'm going to re um, implement it at some point. Oh, it was on a, a brick and mortar. Yeah, it was on a brick-and-mortar program a station where it's a community station with an actual building, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. you had the studio with your – we started out with um, reel-to-reel, and then we moved over to mini-discs uh, during the production. But, um, yeah, I think I'll do that, and I may do it on Blog Talk, but there's there are quite a few venues, quite a few There uh, really are. There's so platforms. many to choose from now. That is true. Yeah. And there's some that will go to broadcast radio, too, depending on – what you choose. There there are various options available nowadays. That That's right. Do. And in, in fact, you can actually pre-record and then syndicate and send your programs out to, you know, the mm-hmm. stations that would be open to it. My stuff is is not very mainstream. <laughs> uh, the the uh, format of the radio program I had was um, a mixture. It was actually a potpourri of uh, music mm-hmm. and poetry and inspiration. Oh, and nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a talk program at all, uh, mm-hmm. and I may do that at some point. But there are um, there's only so much of me to go around. <laughs> so that's one of the I, fun I, things. I understand. In yeah. Well, you know, t- tonight um, we've had some some people patiently patiently waiting, and um, before we get to talking with with the people, I thought maybe um, you could just very briefly talk about um, what you mean by the age of empowerment, which is our focus tonight. Exactly. Yes, and so what I'm seeing, and I'm one of these people that know things. It's, it's You know, there are the um, clairvoyance and the clairaudience and, and those people, and, and there are there are these... Um, these these things that I know that I see, they're almost like a kaleidoscope or a rather a hologram that's in front of me, and I see the possibilities. You know, it's not like uh, Nostradamus uh, necessarily, but um, and, and remember, I'm an idealist, but I I see the progress and I see that there's room for more of it, 
And um, so I just am excited about helping people to get into their own empowerment. And there's two reasons for that. Number one is these people just glow when they have awakened and when they have stepped into their power. There's a spring in their step. They feel lighter. They, they, They have happiness for no obvious reason. And and that's just really cool to be around. But that is how I believe our humanity is going to survive and thrive, is when we can claim that. And and there's no reason not to. You've probably seen some of these yourself, and maybe some of the listeners have, have seen these examples of people that were born with no limbs, but yet they get around. Uh, people that have had injuries, but yet they still race. Uh, you know, people that have disabilities of various types, but they still accomplish things. And it's not the accomplishment or the ego part of it that I'm talking about. It's the sense of fulfillment that just glows outward from them. And I, I do, since we are in a 3D world where some of us are moving more into the fourth and fifth, and it's possible for more people to do that, But I believe that um, taking care of the physical body is part of it because you're not going to be very um, joyful or you're not going to realize your dreams if you're lethargic or have a lot of pain or are limited with your physical abilities. And so if you don't treat your body from, you know, from the perspective of respect and and nurturing it, then it's not going to be there for you. And uh, so we have to start there. And then, because the body uh, is also where your brain is housed physically, your nerve endings are physical, your emotions um, are, they're sort of an abstract, but yet they're not, because all of the biochemistry, uh, if it's not balanced, will bring you down, will give you more of the blues or make you feel depressed. And so the health is important for the emotions as well as just the activities and the strength. And then, of course, it it, um, affects the mental clarity because all of those nerve endings and the blood flow and the oxygen that gets into your whole system, including the, the brain and going down and up and down the spine, all of that has to be uh, clear and 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 done at at the right level so that you have your system running properly and then of course there's the spirit aspect of us and it goes way way beyond that into many more dimensions but the spirit can't even come in if you're you're uh, cluttered in your mind or if you're imbalanced emotionally or if you are um lethargic or in pain or feeling sluggish or whatever may be not getting you up to that peak level. And we don't have to be like little robots sipping around doing things. But if we if we don't take care of ourselves, then we can't function to even reach for the joy. So uh, I, I just believe that people are settling for less. And so when I talk about the age of empowerment, it's somewhat like a vision that's already emerging, and I see it. There's a lot more uh, classes. There's a lot more empowerment courses. There's books. There are fitness classes and uh, different kinds of programs, 
and also there's um, now I don't want to get into you know politics per se, but there are a lot more people that are getting involved with what's going on in their community, getting involved with what's going on globally or or in the country, as far as the decision making and and the environment. And so there's more activism. There's more people participating in the destiny of their own lives rather than Mm -hmm, sitting back, mm -hmm. you know, watching sports, um, going shopping all the time, eating junk food or GMO food without even caring about whether it's good for you. And so people are getting more conscious, which is basically the same thing as being more empowered. When you uh, are more or less in charge, and that you see how it all works, because it is all connected. And then, of course, how we treat each other. And that's another area of empowerment. There is no reason for our humanity to be civilized on any, to be uncivilized on any level. There's just yeah, absolutely yeah. no reason for it. Yeah, the mutual and until respect. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it creates generations of, of either respect or disrespect. And, and it just keeps it keeps going downward instead of evolving. And so um, I just would like to reach in to every person's heart and just encourage them to reach to reach higher and to be as much as they can be and to challenge themselves to step outside of their comfort zone and and become something higher and better. And also maybe to experiment with some other activities because some people get in a rut. That's when they get, you know, really, you know, a rut is um, six inches and a grave is six feet. <laughs> I haven't heard that said. That's, you know, it is so easy to get get stuck in in patterns. Mm-hmm. And, and well, some of them are good because you want a little consistency mm-hmm. and, and a little well, routine. Well, sure. But if but, but, yeah, it's part of empowerment is certainly stepping out of, of some of those those old ways of thinking and mm-hmm. being. And letting go of the fear, because sometimes that's the only thing that's keeping people from trying something they've always wanted to do and they haven't gotten around to it. Maybe uh, they wanted to try a particular type of career and they just couldn't do it because they got married young, they had kids, they needed both incomes, and so they got onto a treadmill. But uh, lots, there's lots of ways to skin the cat, and and I don't, you know, mean that literally because I don't do harm to animals. But but there's lots of ways to make things happen, even if it's just bit by bit, and to say yes to yourself. This is the other yeah. thing uh, that that really is very challenging for me to observe, and that is how people feel this sense of guilt for taking care of their own joy. Uh, they they plug into what I think is a societal programming, and that is that you have to put other people first and then take care of yourself later. And I think when you're a mother and you're at the playground, you you have to keep your eye on your kids. You have to make sure when you're raising your kids, you have to make sure they're safe and that they're cared for and that they have guidelines. Um, and I think that, you know, there are certain ways that we are in service to our spouses and that we do our share with our family members. But I think it goes overboard when you feel this sense of either unworthiness or fear that you're going to be judged for taking care of yourself. I think that is actually very dysfunctional. 
And I'd like to see more of people, not in a selfish way. You don't have to be selfish or obnoxious about it. It's just you need to do what makes you feel good and that is good for you and your soul journey. The soul didn't come here to just be a slave to other people. If everybody does that, then who's going to have the, the glow or the, the uh, raising of your vibration? It's just going to be almost like a worm pit, you know, <laughs> where it never mm-hmm. either it never graduates, it never lifts out of it. And so I encourage people to get rid of that, the patterns. Uh, if they don't, if they don't recognize it, or if they know about it but they don't even know where to turn, um, I love doing that kind of coaching. But there are many, many people out there that are that are serving in that role who are ready to help uh, to break down barriers and to to help people to uh, do a a shift. And I think yeah. that's part yeah. of, of what happens. And with the relationship, the mate relationship part of it, I believe that uh, people get into these chem- – the, the chemistry is so intoxicating and it feels so good that by the time that glow wears off, then here they are. They, they have a mortgage. They have shared property. They have kids. They have all of these things that are keeping them tied together, even if they – really don't like each other much but it was fun you know they had all the wonderful sex and all the chemistry and all the fun and everything but they didn't think about okay what is going on uh after this or after that and you Mm -hmm, can't predict mm -hmm. everything but but it's really good to know how the other person operates you know in stress or when there's grief or or and i really like astrology as a tool for that it really helps to pull out and and shine light on the traits that you will have living side by side with you. The, the that is, traits that are, is so true. That is so mm-hmm. true. Well, we really should probably start. get to the the call um, since okay. um, since this show is that, just flying by. <laughs> yes, is that that and help? we have a number of patient callers. Oh yes, yes, definitely. I'm sure that um, you know there's there's just I can see how when you give a workshop, you just have such a wealth of of things to share. I mean, um, I I think that um, you just we we certainly are moving into a time where we're just we need to expand we need to expand in in many different ways and mm-hmm. and i feel that's what you call us to do and to take care of ourselves like you say i mean you're yes. not going to get anywhere yeah. if you're not taking care of what you know people say the body is a temple and it's so true yes yes it is so i thought that we would go ahead and take some calls um cuz we certainly um, I, I know the callers are they're also on the teleconference line and they enjoy um, just all the wisdom that is here um, and um, the do you have anything you'd like to advise the callers before we start bringing them on well um, one thing um, I, I will do uh, angel messages a, a real simple one a brief one for people that don't have an actual uh, physical pain or or some kind of um, uh, emotional trauma or something like that. But I I love doing healing, and I do distance healing. And so uh, when you have something that you'd like that help with, then uh, Susan will uh, put a little bit of uh, soft something underneath, uh, and, and I'll work with you just for a minute or two. 
and uh, and then we'll get a little bit of feedback from you, and then we'll go on to the next caller. That it has to be many sessions, whether it's a question yeah. or whether it's um, some kind of a a blockage or an imbalance. Uh, we do ask uh, that you uh, keep your questions brief, and um, I don't I don't see when your mate is coming. I want you to know that. <laughs> but if you have those kinds of questions, I can give you some really solid ways that you can attract what you want. Okay. Well, then we'll just start taking some calls. Um, at area code 561, I'm about to bring you on the line. Um, hey, at area code 561, are you here? I'm there. Oh, great. What is your first name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Stacy and I'm calling from Florida. Well, Hi, welcome, Stacey. Stacey. Hello. What is your question or what would you like help with? I need to know about my finances and if you see anyone helping me in the, you know, with some things I got to do. I see. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I would like you to take a couple of deep breaths with me, and, and we can connect a little bit that way. And then I'm going to uh, work with the angels, and I'm going to work with some cards, okay? Right. What, I see, what I see here is um, the card is participation, and what that tells me is that um, I'm going to remind you that the UPS man doesn't bring things. So you're going to have to go out and and seek uh, different ways of connecting with groups and services and different things, and this will possibly introduce you to someone that might be able to help, depending on what it is. We can't get into going uh, through like a process of a financial discovery and stuff like that. But then the next card is the creator. And what this tells me is that you have a lot more strength and ability to uh, resolve things than you believe. And so if you get out of the helpless mode and and stop thinking about that you that you have no way of handling things, then it's you're going to be able to turn things around. It's not going to maybe be um an immediate type of thing, but you actually have options and you may have just gotten into a feeling of of feeling helpless or um discouraged. Uh, the third card is breakthrough. Now, this is this is huge. This is very powerful. Um, it's something that you might not have expected, but it's not going to happen unless you quit feeling helpless. Okay? Thank you, Stacey. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Thanks so much for calling. Um, okay, hold on here. I will interface here. There, there we go. Um, Okay, um, and I do, um, just to let people know, if you'd like to call in, the call-in number tonight is 310-807-5104, and the next caller is at area code 617. Whoops. Okay, hold on. My My interface is a little bit, it's the energy here. There we go. At area code 617, you're on the line. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hi. Hi. Great. Hi. Um, this what's is Gwendolyn. your first name? Oh, hi, it's Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. 
Hi. And, hi. And where are you calling from? Just I am calling from Boston. Oh. Wow. Yes. Okay. All <laughs> um, right. What, what can we uh, do? You have a question, or uh, how can we help? Actually, I, I have a question, and it's in regards to um, a relationship, mm-hmm. uh, a friendship relationship. Um, there's some things that are um, that are coming up for me. Um, things that are being triggered. Yes. And. Um, I want to to be able to heal these triggers. Well, I, well, the thing is, I don't know if if I should move away from this individual. And I do like him; we do like each other. But he's triggering something's being triggered in me that's causing me to run and move away from him. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't know if it's if it's him per se or it's it's me getting closer to him. Okay. Well, what I'm getting uh, mm-hmm. is that, and the angels just want you to know that that um, there is something, and it's something that's sort of buried. Okay. And I'm go- I'm going to do um, some energy work with you. Okay. And beautiful. I, I'm going to ask you to take really deep breaths right now. Okay. And I'm going to be sending you healing energy, and we're going to be pulling out some things that have been building up or that are residue from a past experience. It might have been a past life. It could have been earlier in your life where Mm -hmm. you were betrayed, uh, you lost your trust. There were were various things. And uh, we're going to try to help you release that so that you can glow with love and possibilities. Okay? Yes. All right. So so just take those deep breaths for me. And we're sending you the balance. And we're releasing the blockages and the imbalances and the feelings of betrayal and distrust. Yes. And we're feeling that when you are breathing out, you're releasing some of this fear, some of this caution, and that you're filling yourself with trust and faith and calm, and that you are so open to being loved, and that you will find ways to communicate some of your concerns rather than run and that you if you need help with the communications will find someone that will either help you write letters or or coach you on this and that will help this person to have someone better in order to uh, come closer and be a friend that yeah. uh, is not being pushed away. And that would be better for both of you, and it would be beautiful. And we're seeing you finding that and finding that balance. And now you're filled with with uh, an openness and, and love. Mm. And you're, you feel released from all of that fear. Yes. 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 Okay. Mm. So love and blessings. And joy to you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you both. Oh, thanks for calling. 
Thank you. Thank you for your um, All right. Thank you so much. You know, um, I could feel the energy shifting just in the room here, just just dramatically. Mm. I mean, you could really feel yeah. it. They're all breathing along with with you. Yes. Uh, she did a good job yeah. with the breathing. <laughs> That's important. Very much, so. Very much so. Okay, the next caller um, is... Um, Actually, an example of um, um, there's some calls that I pay attention when when one night they're unable to get in when we mm-hmm. have, um, especially on the weekend. And this caller I'm so delighted to bring in tonight because had been very patiently waiting on another night. So at area code 631, I'm going to bring you on the line. Hello. Yes, thank you. Hi. Hello. And what is your first name? Suzanne. Hi, Hi Suzanne. Suzanne. Do you have a question, or what can I help with? Um, love life. When do you see relationship coming in? Okay. These are... Uh, now, you're going to have to allow for the fact that um, whatever you've been doing in terms of your social life uh, may or may not connect you with the type of person that you would feel interested in. And then you're going to have to expand some of uh, the way you live your life and maybe try some new things, try some new groups, try some new activities. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the UPS man does not bring a person to you. Uh, you have um, – I'm going to just pull a couple cards here and see what happens. Number one, you're not um, – very much of a groupie, is that right? Yeah. Are you more of a, a solitary person or uh, more of a unique type of person? No, I like to have friends. Suzanne? Um, I like to have friends. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Susan, I think we I'm might here. have lost her. Oh, no, I can No, I'm here. You. Uh-oh, maybe we lost... Um... Can you hear us? um? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Well, I'm going to have her call back in here. Hello? Um, I hear you. I hear you. Hello? Okay. Hold on. Do you hear me, Suzanne? I do. Okay. I I think that somehow we've lost Joy Ray, so I'm going to advise her to call back in. And I will, um, I'll keep you on the line. Just hang in there. And um, occasionally that happens. She lost her um, her ability to hear us, but we can hear each other. And while she's calling back in, I could I could pull a card for you as well, <laughs> if you like. Um, hold on here. See if we can get her back. Um, so, what city did you tell us that you're calling from? I wasn't sure if you said. Um, Long Island? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, we've been getting more people from the East Coast, and I'm really glad to hear that. I'm I'm here out in the Pacific Northwest, and it's been raining very hard here, that's for sure. Um, we've been getting more rain this year. Okay, let's see if we can get Joy Ray to call back, because it seems like we... Um, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you both on hold for a second here, and um, 
just play a little music while I get Joy Ray to call back in. So if if you could just stay on the line, I'll have her back with you in just a second. Okay. Okay. Okay, I think um, we're back with Joy Ray. Are you there, Joy Ray? I'm here. Okay, great. Okay, and I'm going to bring Suzanne back on with us, and you can continue to talk with her. Okay, Um, thanks. See if I can. Here we go. And she told me she's in Long Island when we were when you were off the 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 air. Here we go, Suzanne. Are you there again? Yeah. Okay, here we are all back together again. <laughs> okay, Suzanne, I was I was in the process of uh, I, I looked at some cards while we while I was um, hearing what you were wondering about, and um, the um, it's important for you 
to if you've been uh, not maybe in a rut necessarily, but if you've been kind of in a comfortable mode where you do the same thing all the time, it's important for you to stretch a little bit and work outside of that and try some new activities. Try going to a museum opening night or something that's out of your norm. Uh, one thing that came up is that um, it doesn't look like you are um, the groupie type where you're just hanging out just for the sake of it. You you seem to be more unique than that. And uh, in the past, uh, there have been compromises because you were not fully enjoying the situation or the activities that were going on with people. And so it's really important for you to find someone that's more or less from your tribe, someone that would be um, on your same wavelength with uh, mental energy and interests. And let it be a friendship for a while. It does It does look as if um, you're doing maybe a little self-judging uh, because there is no one at the moment. But don't do that to yourself because being alone gives you a chance to really shine and expand and become more whole. And then that changes the type of person you're going to reach. Okay? Okay. All right. So so uh, maybe just take a look at changing a few things in your life and work really hard on yourself, making, your sh- making sure that you're um, feeling good and that you're we have to be happy being alone, I think, in order for us to be good company for somebody else. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Um, our next caller is at area code 864. So It's a little bit slow interface tonight, so if, I, if, if there's a delay here, it's just because we're... We're just kind of breathing as we bring everyone on the line. <laughs> Hello. All right. Hello. 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 Yes, this, we hear you. This is Catherine, and I had a box on my neck today, and it's about to kill me. If she can help me. Oh dear. She's gone. So, so what is your? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, South Carolina. Oh, great, great. Welcome. I I just love hearing where everyone is from. We get callers from all mm-hmm. over, so so welcome to the show. Thank you. Do you have a question? Yeah. I had a biopsy on my neck tonight, I mean today, and my throat is about to kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So you're wondering about the pain or you're wondering about uh, how long it will take you to become better? Yeah, and I was hoping maybe there's something you could do about it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a healing section or something. Yes. Okay. Now, what we're going to do, we are going to do a little healing work for you, but I want you to be really careful about what you eat. Uh-huh. Uh, eat clear foods. Don't eat a lot of pasta and bread and things like that because they, they don't they slow down the healing process. So eat clear clear food like fruits and, um, you know, vegetables, and stay away from those heavy foods, okay? Right now, I'm going to send the healing energy to your throat, and I would like you to take some really, really deep breaths. Okay. And also, I'm going to be um, helping you let go of the fear that's attached to having a procedure like this where you're going to get the results or just to be uh, in, in that kind of situation. So take a deep breath. Okay. And then 
Breathe out the fear. Breathe out. Breathe out the pain. Really deep. Good job. And breathe it out. Breathe it out. And you're breathing you're breathing in balance and wholeness and healing. And the healing energy is going to your throat and to all the cells, which then will support the healing for the the minor procedure. Okay. It it hurts me a lot though. Yes. Yes. Now, um it was this uh, inside of your throat or on the outside? Well, they had to stick needles <clears throat> down in. Um, I had one that was, um, one was solid and one was liquid, so they had to stick needles on both sides of my throat. Yes, okay. So uh, one of the things I'm going to recommend is that you, whenever you, maybe you can have someone to help and go run an errand, but find somewhere that sells aloe vera juice uh-huh. and, and start drinking that but let some of it sit in the back of your mouth and at the top of your throat and just let it kind of drizzle down. And you can even gargle a little bit with it. Um, it, is a, it is a healer. Okay. okay. It's a healer. I think that will help a lot with the rawness of it. Okay. Okay, and then get lots of rest. But be careful about your diet. Okay. I've been trying to drink All more right. water, but it's hard for me to drink it, but I've been trying to do more of it. Right. Your body needs it, though. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You take care and rest well. Rest well. We'll be be definitely um, just sending some supportive energy that way. Um, Okay. The next call is at area code 334. So here we go. Hello. 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 Hi. Um, my name is Kira, and I'm from Alabama. Welcome. And thank you. I just want to know what messages may be coming through from me. From okay. All right. We're going to do just a little bit of a reading here. And um, while, we're, while I'm um, getting the cards ready, would you mind taking some deep breaths? I'd like to connect with you. Yes, now I'll do it. Okay. The first card that shows up is source. Now, that's really a good sign. And what it means is that uh, all the the highest level, all that is, some people call it God, some people call it creator, but all of that is, is with you and that you can tap into it. So you're not alone. The, the second card that comes up is that there's some kind of conflict, and, and this, these sound like they're opposite each other, but they can be the same. There's something going on in your life that that is a little bit like fighting. Now, if that's inside or whether it's with another person, it's important for you to keep yourself together about it, to be uh, calm and and firm and to honor yourself. And then mm-hmm. the next one, the next one is moment to moment, and moment to moment is so 
It's so helpful because what it means is is go in, take those deep breaths and and take a nice long walk or take a nice hot uh, sea salt bath, light some candles, pamper yourself, do some meditation, do something that gets you back into uh, a less, um, I guess, anxious mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's something going on that seems to be uh, a bit of a disturbance. So you have to uh, you you can't attack it. You just need to be so solid and so calm that it doesn't affect you. And then that source within you will come through. Okay. Mhm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Um. And um, our next call is at area code 646. Make sure I'm making my way down the line. Here we go. Area code 646. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Let me turn off my radio. I'm sorry. Oh, hello? Hello? We can't quite hear you. um, Tell us your name, your first name. Hi, my name. My name is Stacy, and I'm calling from oh, New hi, York City. Stacey. Oh, from New York. Wow, we're really getting just, I love it, we're getting the South and the East Coast today. So so welcome. Yes. Thank you. So I have a quick question. Um, currently, I've taken a position where it's temporarily only. It's outside of my line of work of what I like to do. However, I'm signed up with two tenting agencies. They are starting to send me uh, emails in regards uh, to positions that are open for interviewing. Um, one of the emails, there are two emails sent to me. I did not get a chance to respond because I'm moving and taking on this other uh, temporary job at the moment kind of just left me lost for words. And I just want to know if my guides, well, I have to get back to um, I definitely want to reach out to them. Um, should, are my guys telling me I should call, or should I shoot back a quick email and let them know I'm on an assignment temporarily for the next three weeks? Well, uh, clarity and transparency and and uh, good communications are, are a good way to do any kind of business or have any kind of relationship. And so... Yeah. I think it's important if they, if you want them to value you as a potential yes. resource for another for an employer that you show yes. your very best your 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 highest and most noble person to them. Yes. Yeah, so that would be what I would do. Uh it's it's more clear, it's more it's more pure, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so do that, and then do always do your best and uh, honor yourself at the same time, and everything will be, uh, you know, what you need. Okay. All right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Thank you. All right, I want to keep the, I want to keep the communication open. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Okay. Thanks so much for calling, Okay, there we go. <laughs> there's always a tonight. There's um, sort of a little energetic um, delay. It just it seems to be the the par for the course lately. It's just it's as if we're all taking a collective breath right now, um, just in the country and in the world. Like we're just kind of letting it all sink in, and everything is slowing down. Um, yeah. Have you noticed well, that? I think, um, 
Yeah, I think electromagnetically and um, in other terms, which, uh, you know, we don't even have in our vocabulary, I think there's a lot of uh, stuff going on in the cosmos. I really do. And it's not always about the moon. It can be very much on a huge omnivorous kind of level. And so um, we're part of that and we're affected by it. But, uh, of course, communications is, is... it's a, an ether in a way when you think about it, all the magic of it. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. wires anymore necessarily. So true. All right. Well, our next caller is at area code 571. I will slowly. Here we Hel- go. Hello. Hi. Hi. Good evening. How are you, ladies? <laughs> You're oh, good. This is great. Good. Thank you so much, first of all, for a beautiful show. Very, very enlightening, and um, I really loved it a lot. So thank you both for that. Thank you. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, my name is Fatima, and I'm calling from Virginia. And um, I just wanted some heart healing as well as uh, clarity, please. I need um, clear vision as well. Okay. So Thanks. I will work um, on. Um, your heart and your mm-hmm. third eye, okay. and also your solar plexus. Okay. Okay. So take okay. some deep breaths. All right. Okay. And yep. and and feel free to. Uh, I don't know if you're sitting or standing, but feel free to close your eyes. That way, you can be uh, not distracted and you can receive okay. more easily. And I'm okay. going to send you the healing energy when you're breathing and you're bringing in the wholeness and the healing and the okay. balance. Okay. And you're and you're releasing the the muddled or uh, confused type of thinking, and you're okay. clearing up your mind as you breathe in. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and you're also in your heart area. It's it's glowing a really nice green right now, and that okay. means that you are you are open to receiving love and okay. always remember to bring some back to yourself now in the solar plexus the yellow part mm-hmm. yep. it, it, it was a it was a little bit um i guess not clear and it was yep. uh not not a nice smooth uh shape but now yep. it's starting to be that and we're we're bringing okay. in the balance the okay. strength okay. yeah the calm yes and you're going to take the deep breaths and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna release the anxiety, yeah, the confusion, the cloudiness, yeah. Thank you. You're releasing it, yes, and you're bringing in calm and balance. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much, and I feel it everywhere, especially my lower chakras. Oh, good. Thank you very Excellent. much. Yeah. You're welcome. Definitely. Okay. Thank you and blessings Thank to both you. of you. Oh, Take bless- care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for Bye. calling. Thanks for calling. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I think we're all we're all in need of some relaxing energy tonight. I think this is this is helpful for 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 the listeners as well and across time. Um it it's just there there're no limits of space and time and and often we can all um Feel the the energy. Yes, I yeah. love um, doing the distance sessions. Um, it it really works, and uh, one of the mm-hmm. keys is that they're receptive. You know, when they're able to go ahead and receive and 
uh, take those deep breaths, that's what opens it up to come in. Yep, it, it's so true, so true. Okay, let's see here, looking down. Um, all right, the the next caller, I'm going to just check with this caller because it's hard to know sometimes if they are just listening or this one is at area code 856. I'm just going to check with you very quickly. And if you're just listening to the teleconference, um, you don't you don't need to say anything at all. So I'll bring you down. So area code 856, you're on the line. Okay, I think this is simply a listener. Um, so we've actually worked our way through our Tuesday night calls. It's It's always a little... Um, we've certainly certainly had quite a few calls tonight. Um, if anyone else would like to call in, um, Joy Ray and I are going to talk for a little bit, but you certainly could call at area code 310-807-5104. And I, I will double check. I know a number of you are listening on the line, and so if anyone wants to talk to us, make sure that you hit 1 on your phone um, because otherwise I'll assume that you are simply listening on the line. Um, In fact, I see one here at area code 917. Actually, I'll I'll just to be safe, I'll check there too um, because it doesn't tell us to to hit one on the line anymore um, to to dial into the, the to ask to talk to the host. So area code 917, I see I see you out there. I'm just going to check in with you real quick, and you don't need to say anything if you don't need to talk to us. Hi. Oh, hi. You're at area code 917. <laughs> Did you yeah. have a question? Did you have a question okay. tonight? Yeah. What do you see in terms of work coming up? Okay. Um, so do you have um, a particular, is, is this a, um, are you unemployed right now or are you just looking for something new? Yeah, I'm looking for something, yeah. Okay. What I, what I have, I, I looked at some cards while she was talking to you and bringing you into the, the conversation, and the first card that shows up is Completion. Now, this could mean that uh, if you're if you're sending resumes or making calls or looking, it could mean that there's something that um, would be a good fit for you. It's like a piece of the puzzle that's fitting. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, you will have to put forth some effort, but you will find something that's very rewarding for you if you're ready to make a change. Right. And then what, one thing to um, be cautious about is is um, doing any self-judging. Uh, the card that came up is projections, and it's kind of like the, the 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 little angel on your shoulder and then the one on the other shoulder, and they keep telling you different things. So be careful about your self-talk. Um, okay. Give yourself, be your own cheerleader, Okay. But, okay. but you can fi- you can find something that that would be good for you, be a good fit, and it will be rewarding. Yeah. Okay? okay. So so just go just go for it. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. I'm okay. Go All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Still on the line here because it's 
hold on. And it is true. There's there's definitely energetic things going on here. So at area code nine one seven, you're still with us because I haven't been able to bring you down yet. Um, so just hang in there, and actually, Joy Ray and I can talk for just a minute. Um, One thing so, that I did want to talk about is um, mm-hmm. the book of the the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Yeah. Um, I I have read it, and I know there are multiple you know, Book of the Dead uh, versions from different cultures. Uh, But uh, for some reason, this came to me today, and it's a video, and it's narrated by Leonard Cohen, who just passed away. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he has that amazing, you know, wonderful voice, but it's on YouTube. If people who are listening want something to expand their consciousness and awareness, I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I recommend that they spend that time because it it helps you think out of the box, number one, about something that's a huge part of our lives, and that is death. Death is only the beginning of something new because we are not, uh, our bodies, you know, just deteriorate and they give in at a certain point depending on how well you take care of them or how much you get in front of a truck that runs over you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> your your soul is eternal. And, you know, this is, I think, one of the things that is such an exciting part of life for me. It's just knowing, you know, just understanding that and realizing that we are so much more than a personality with a body, you know, representing our soul. Yeah. We're much more than that. We don't we don't have a soul. We are a soul. And this is this is I, I love this because um I love that it's true, but I love saying it because it changes your perspective on what you are and what you can do. Um I think it's it's before I even understood that um, I look back and I think, wow, I I always expected that there was more, you know, to this whole thing, but I didn't understand it until I started, um, well, with that Project Earth book that was channeled, that's a metaphysical mm-hmm. primer, mm-hmm. which we didn't get into too much, but it was my primer. And, you know, it, talk, it talked about that. It talked about the auras, the layers, the the different dimensions, as an example, you know, people that operate on the D level, and these would be the ones that are, you know, spitting snooze on the sidewalk and beating their wives and drinking beer and watching football, and that's all that they aspire, you know, and they have a place. I mean, this is what their their soul has been choosing. But then there's uh, different layers to the vibrations, and the the D and then the C and then the B and then the A are the ones who are um, the A vibration, they are the ones that that are uh, open more, and they can they can get messages from their angels, and they are open to finding things that are not right in front of them that they don't have to touch, and to understanding things that are way beyond uh, what our normal senses you know would show us. And but anyway, that that video on YouTube, I I just think would be good for them. It's, and maybe maybe we could call it homework, but something uh-huh. that they can explore that they may not have experienced before. 
I like the idea of a video as well. I just happen to like multimedia. So even though I've read the book, I know I'm going to just really get even more from the video itself. And it's just called The Tibetan Book of the Dead, and it's narrated by Leonard Cohen. And he's the one wow. that wrote Hallelujah, you know. Yeah, well, Hallelujah. we've been hearing that. You know, actually, I have been enjoying, well, actually, I don't know if enjoy is the right word. There's a there's a deep appreciation. It's a it's a I, I've been really exploring more of his music. Um, not having yes. been familiar with all of it. I mean, we've heard some of the more familiar pieces but um uh-huh. but yeah. He's a really yeah. deep yeah. yeah. Very unique. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful plaintive yeah. music. I mean it just really pulls at, at your soul, really. I mean it's it's yeah. Very fascinating. Um, yeah. And and it can some so, people could say it's dark, but it's not. Um, and and there are aspects that can feel that way. Um, but yeah, really, really beautiful. Well, he expressed um, some of the the more realistic um, levels of human emotion. Mm-hmm. It's like and he did it with self. such style. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. But I think that that is, that is part of. There is light. There's the dark. There's the the up. There's the down. And as above, so below. And so I think that that was the gift that he had. And his soul, of course, is is eternal. And so he did. I think what he came here to do. Yes. You know, he touched a lot yes. of lives. Yes. Oh, very much so. And I think he's touching even more now that he's passed on. It just seems like. People are discovering um, the depths of, of his material. I know I'm I'm certainly in that boat where um, you know for whatever reason I had some some knowledge. I mean we've all heard some of the more um, frequently played Popular. pieces, but just mm-hmm. to explore um, deep more deeply, I've I've appreciated mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, so, isn't it interesting how people get better known after they're gone? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? In fact, I'm finding that more, that we're really, this has been a time, you know, it's like the generation just before it, they're losing a lot of their their icons, you know, just incredible uh, musicians. I mean, people, some of them we've known, but poets and musicians, and and I find that the work is surfacing then for, for everyone, and I... I think there's there's certainly a reason for that, um, and and that's so common anyway. Where a lot of times there are many artists and poets that aren't known until after they've passed completely. I mean, it's just the way of mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, and, and, unfortunately, know, but their soul knows. Yeah, well, they chose that path because they didn't need that kind of ego gratification in their in their life and that beyond their life. Um, you know, that they had a gift that they gave to the future. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I, I do think that the um, the whether they're a rock star or, you know, uh, a, a good speaker or someone like Tony Robbins or something, what what they're doing when they're in that moment of, of performing or uh, creating something or sharing the, the talent when they're there doing that, that is their joy. That is their empowerment. That is their fulfillment. And, and they're just glowing with it. They are 
that's all that they're focusing on, and that is filling them. And then everything else around that is just, uh, you know, the dots in between, uh, and it's just uh, the the waiting time or the, you know, bus trip between gigs or whatever. But that's when a person's alive is when they're doing what they're here to do, yeah. you know, that they're yeah. truly alive. And so that's why I encourage people, if they if they can just nudge themselves out of whatever rut they put themselves in or their box or their family's expectations, which is one of the worst things in the world, because it happens. Uh, people are different. They don't understand that it's okay for the others to not be like them. They don't understand that when they're judging their family member that it's not helping anybody and it's not even good for them because they're staying in a kind of a nasty vibe. But um, the the perfect world to me is for everyone to discover their highest and best self and to just do it and do it out loud and do it with passion. That would be just a wonderful scene. Can you just imagine that? Just a beautiful, beautiful. If we could all... It, and hopefully we will start to move into that kind of an energy where we all feel comfortable fully expressing who we are because then we yes. make our most empowered and and um, the choices that are going to give back to the planet because then we work That's with right. our gifts. That's right. So and I, I, I do believe that creativity is a very big part of that. Now, it doesn't have to be someone who's an artist or writes poetry. Creative problem solving is one of the best things in the world. You know, people that can think on their feet and strategically and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, everyone has something. But when you're doing something creative, you don't have room for despair or disappointment or anxiety, you know, because you're just filled with it. Well, it seems we only have a few minutes left, so I wanted to give um, you the opportunity first. Thank you from my heart for being here again. Um, I just love these relaxed evenings that that we can have. And and can you tell people, um, again, a couple places where they can find you, Joy Ray? Sure, you bet. Uh, I call it the mothership. It's joy2letteru.org. And it has links to all the other websites. Because there are quite a few children that moved out. They yes, used to have just a yes. page. They, they used to have just a page on on the the home page, on the home website. But then they got too big for their britches, so mother kicked them out. <laughs> <laughs> and so so I have all of these different websites. And one of my newest ones is the Healer Power website, and that yes. is a, it's a very brief one. I don't have a lot of content on there yet, but it's about. Uh, helping other healers or even uh, if somebody wants to be doing healing work to get them launched and help them to do that. I think it's time for us to have um, some kind of access that's readily available. And so the more healers there are, the better. And it doesn't even have to be energy healing. Sometimes it's just someone who knows exactly how to get that person to open up and to share and to resonate with something that's outside of the issue. Uh, so I just I just love that. And then I also have a site that is um, another thing that I love doing, and I'm, I'm going to be doing more of it, is um, Joyfully Speaking. Mm-hmm. And that's a website, joyfullyspeaking.com and .net. And the, all the topics include business, 
include leadership, include employee development and personal development, but it all runs together. It's all connected. And it includes help. And it includes uh, the spiritual warrior stuff where, you know, it more or less means standing up to bullies and using your spirit courageously. And so, but there are links on that one website, so you can explore lots of different ones. And some of them need a little work. You'll notice that they're, um, maybe they're not up to date. But um, those are things that I need to do when I'm, when I'm um, I guess I call it my quiet stuff, my quiet projects. Well, I certainly relate to that because I know that that um, I keep aiming to get some more web content out too, and I I admire you for for all that you're doing. So um, thank you so much again for being here tonight, and we will continue to to I look forward to the next time that you come on, and um, I know that the callers will too. So so thank you. Oh well, you, Joy thank Ray. you so much. Oh, thank you. And I'll uh, be seeing you on Facebook, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> okay. All right. All well, right. Take care. Good uh, night. And then, good night. And just a quick note to the listeners we do have um, a couple more shows this week coming up, this pre Thanksgiving week. Um, take a couple days' break, unless I decide to spontaneously come on. But on Friday, at um, 2 p.m. Pacific, and I always forget to say that, that today, by the way, is November 15th, 2016, and and on Friday, November 18th, Dondi Dalen is going to talk about a new book called The Five Elements, which I know you will enjoy. And then Saturday night, we're having another Saturday night reading show. Um, Sue Storm is returning to the show. She only comes on every once in a while, usually around the holidays. She is an angel expert, and she will be with us Saturday, November 19th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. providing angel messages. And Sue, she's been on all kinds of things. You may know her from guest hosting the Dr. Pat show. She does that every month. And she's even been on... um, um, She's been on The Daily Show when Jon Stewart was on there, and she's been on just all the major networks, and so it's always wonderful to have Sue come back to the show, and she will be doing readings um, for 90 minutes. So so FrontierBeyondFear.com is your source for future and past shows, and thank you all so much for being here tonight, and I hope that wherever you are, you do find that healing and that peace that you seek in this time when sometimes um, I know some have reported that, you know, it can be a little elusive at times. So just open yourself up to that energy and take care, everyone. (laughs) 